Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Joining me this fine, fine evening is Kyle. Hello, everyone. And uh, from parts unknown, he could be anywhere right now. He's 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 under the radar, as they say, off the grid. Uh, from the Just Two Pals podcast, pal number one on your call sheet, but also pal number one in your heart. His name is Johnny. Hi, it's me. <laughs> I'm here. It is you. How how are we all doing? Oh, doing well, doing Dave, well. so good. We're good, good. That's what I like to hear. Um, so yeah, we have no topic in mind. We're just gonna chit chat. Um, you know, chicken noodle for the soul type thing or whatever. Chicken soup for the soul. What is it? Yep, that's it. That's good. Uh, whatever. Uh, no, we're just gonna geek out about random stuff. We're gonna talk Spider Man and anything else that comes into our minds because you know just keeping it chill as the kids say right or lit chill lit uh i think lit is like is like going going you know like like that shit is lit like that's hot <laughs> oh okay so it's a it's yeah okay good. it's like cool uh yeah 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 like it's on fire got it got it all right yeah. so no we're just gonna keep it chill then lit like a match nice i always thought lit meant drunk or high I don't know. Maybe it means that too. But that was in the past. Now it's new. It's different. Things things change, Dave. Things definitely change. Not us or me. Well, no, we never change. <laughs> so uh, let's just let's jump into it first. It's been a week now since it's been out. Spider-Man: Homecoming. The Just Two Pals did two and a half hours on it or two hours on it. Uh, we sure did. The two broke geeks. I'm sure broke it down. So we're not going to spend the whole uh, hour talking about it, but we'll just briefly get into it um things that we enjoyed things that maybe weren't so good and how we rank it within the mcu because guess what kids it's all connected yeah <laughs> so, yeah so uh i'll first start because uh i want to talk about the theater i saw it in all three of us live in wisconsin um and i saw it at a brand new theater that opened up nearby called the bistroplex which there's plenty of restaurant type theaters in the, in in the area this one is trying to be completely different. They talk about it being a restaurant that serves movies, is their catchphrase, uh, which is dumb. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that is dumb. You know, the, you know, they had the cool reclining chairs, which is nice. The, the fold-out table top thing was kind of clunky. I didn't, you know, uh, I would have preferred if they just had kind of like a table, like they have at the one in uh, another city in the area where you get like a table. You sit like an office chair. It's kind of weird. Um, but it's it's nice because it's also raised up a little bit, so you don't see the waitstaff blocking your movie. Um, this one, the waitstaff comes by and they have to crouch down. And it's got it's got to suck to be them <laughs> mm. to do this. But so I ordered a burger. I hadn't eaten all day. I ordered a burger and a soda, um, and they're just figuring things out there. But you figure it's assigned seating. They should be able to figure out who ordered a burger and a soda, right? They tried to deliver right. the wrong food to my seat twice, um, mm. and gave me the wrong bill twice oh jeez and huh what when do you ever get food before you get your beverage that happened really? oh no i had That's to ask ridiculous. i had to ask for my soda twice i should i was like i should have just went and got it but they don't have concessions Ooh. there there's no that's a lot oh. of kinks to work out i mean that's yeah. a, that's basic stuff that's not even like <laughs> sorry we're kind of new it's like this is restaurant these are restaurant rules you have a sign you know you have a, a seating arrangement and you write down seat number 15, 
and they you know, ordered a soda, so we'll get them the soda, and then we'll put the order in. And, and that's how it works. It's made even easier because they're using these little Palm Pilot things to figure it all out. Ugh. Oh, that should have been a lot easier. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yes, yes, give it like, because I know when this when this theater opened, it's been it's been about a week. They should have gotten all those kinks worked out, definitely. Yeah, you'd think so. Being huh? slow is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's totally understandable. But messing up orders and and uh, Re- repeatedly. Yeah, seems, yeah, not bringing drinks like that's basic. Seems stuff. basic, yeah. I've uh, worked in the restaurant industry. That is, that's child play. But nonetheless, it was a fun movie-going experience because the the screen is <laughs> enormous. Um, so it looked great watching Spider-Man uh, on the big screen. Uh, as the movie itself, uh, let's start with Kyle because of of the three of us, you probably haven't heard is Kyle and me talk about our thoughts on the movie. So <laughs> I'll let Kyle go first. So I'm just going to preface this with a little bit of a theater discussion um, because um, the theater that I went to, for some odd reason, my theater smelt of uh, of an illegal substance <laughs> throughout mm. the whole movie. Burning heroin's the worst smell. Yes, it is. Don't do it, kids. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> boot and black. They were booting black tar heroin? Yes. Full... Black tar heroin, all mm. all up in there. No. You could, you, I'm sure you could tell all the uh, all the all the patrons were reacting to it. Oh yes, I mean, <laughs> now, what what people do in their free time is fine. No matter, you can do it, whatever. But if it's in a confined it, movie theater, in a confined movie theater, it just probably packed. I too, it it was pretty packed. I mean, it was also in a dream lounge. Okay. So you got the reclining seats. So I mean, there was, it was it was pretty full for a Sunday mid afternoon. Um, but yeah, just like at random times, I could just smell it. I'm just like, ah, fine. You got to go do whatever you got to do. But why here and now? Mm. So I mean, it really didn't take away from the movie experience. It just, it was just like, yeah, I could just smell it. It's not like it's a, it's not like it's a 4DX theater where i need to have all those smells like feel what <laughs> peter's feeling and everything right mm. but uh but in terms of the movie okay i'm done with my bitching in terms of the movie i i absolutely loved the movie i loved all the little uh cameos and universe building that they had in it um i love the little twist tease that they had at the end and i loved the Spoilers, Captain America stuff that was in the bits and pieces of the film. Yeah, let's spoilers. Let's get into the the, the credit scenes. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Jump, let's talk the end credit scenes, Dave. <laughs> Jump to the end. But skip to the end. That's right. Uh, skip to the end. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. Um, but okay. So the the final final one was just a joke. It's to make you laugh. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it because it, it's a callback to the Ferris Bueller moment in the beginning of the movie, or early in the movie, I should say. Um, great moment. And then it's also kind of a, uh, a you know, picking fun of you, you know, trolling the, the viewer, you know? Like, you're waiting for something great to tie into, like, Infinity War or something awesome, and here's Captain America doing a PSA. And he's also at the end, how many more of these do I have to make? Which is kind of like Chris Evans. <laughs> Chris Evans saying, how many more of these are on my contract? Even though, you know, he... he <laughs> He doesn't mind, I'm sure, but it's it's a funny thing. Like I, I saw people getting upset by it, and the person sitting next to me, 
said, oh, shut up, you ruined Captain America. And I wanted to turn to him and be like, wow, are you crazy? What? Chris Evans ruined Captain America? Are you nuts? Chris Evans saved Captain America. Chris Evans is Captain America. Also, in the little beginning part, they interviewed Kevin Feige for something. Like, you know, know, in the preview, like the previews, like the trivia and stuff is airing. And for whatever reason, Kevin Feige was talking... He was talking about Spider-Man, and he said he's he's he was quoted as saying like he's the greatest superhero ever. Feige said, uh, and the guy's like, "What? I can't believe Joss Whedon just said that." I turned to him. <laughs> I turned to him. I'm like, "That was actually, I, I hated to do it because I don't like to being that guy." I'm like, "That was Kevin Feige, guy." Uh, actually, <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't want to be that guy, <laughs> but I had to. I'm like, "Wait, hold on, hold on. I can't let you hold Joss Whedon in bad." bad regard because of someone else's words and two you're sitting here talking about the infinity gems like you're 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 a hardcore geek he was and you don't even know who kevin feige is Mm. like you can't tell the difference between kevin feige and joss whedon disrespectful how dare you but then the thing i think the worst thing would be is that if they had like kevin feige's name they did before he started talking oh okay (laughs) he he might not he he might not have been looking at it he might have been looking at his menu well and and what why would he even say anything? Because it's Kevin Feige's not wrong. It, the Spider-Man, it, we're not talking specifically popularity, but he sells the most merchandise of any other of, of any superhero across all the different uh, publishing companies. I mean, he sells more than Batman does. That is the highest selling. Why would they be talking uh, to Joss about Spider-Man? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, Joss did Avengers, so true, true. I, he's involved in that universe in some way, for sure. Yeah. Oh man. But I. But I. I mean. I. I agree. Like, Joss wouldn't be the go-to guy when you're uh, when you're going into Spider-Man: Homecoming because he's not part. He's not part of the MCU anymore. Right. He was gone before they started making that movie. Before they started making Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But uh, okay. So the other credit scene, which was a little more substantial, uh, showed. Oh, you're. We're really gonna spoil that. We're gonna. We're gonna jump right to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to go deep into the film. We'll talk about characters and characterizations because I know some people didn't like it, but I, I'd like to say, you know, we'll talk about this, this credit scene which showed uh, the vulture, Tombs, in jail, uh, talking to another gentleman you might recognize from uh, uh, Better Call Saul. And yeah. uh, he was on Orphan Black. Great actor. Good actor. I love him on, on Better Call Saul. Um uh, and I'm kind of glad to know he's going to be sticking around, I think, for for some Spidey films. Because his character, if you don't know, and I don't think they name drop him at all. You got to watch they, the credits. They No, they do. Yeah, they named They did it? Him. Oh, okay. I missed yeah. it. I missed it then. They, I didn't, just, they just didn't name drop his other name. Right, right. I didn't notice it until I saw the tattoo and then looked for him in the credits. Uh, he's got a scorpion tattoo on his neck. Uh, which means, you know, going into the future, he is Mysterio, guys. Mysterio. Oh, Mysterio, yeah. finally. Yeah, We're finally yeah. going to get Mysterio. It's great, guys. No, he's Scorpion. <laughs> That's pretty rad. I thought it was a good... Oh, that was awesome. It was a nice touch. That was so yeah. awesome. Uh, so and, I, and I agree with you. That actor's great. That's Michael Mando. And he's, yeah. he's one of my favorite parts of Better Call Saul. Um, yeah, his, or- his I, arc this season's been great. And the character of Mac Gargan is super interesting. He, he's, he's kind of evolved over the years, but... Um, this version of him, I, it seems like a like a, a grant. I mean, granted, we only get a little bit of time with them, but 
he obviously seems to be a guy with little remorse, little care, and a lot of vengeance in him. So he's all about uh, getting revenge on Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. And this seems more like the Ultimates version, the one that, that what Miles fought. Um, more of uh, like a crime lord um, in the area than so much as the other versions of Scorpion, mm-hmm. which is cool. I think... I think what they'll do is, is what they've done with almost all the characters, which is incorporate the different aspects of the characters that they have developed over the over the years in comics. You know, so like Peter Parker has uh, similarities to Miles Morales mm-hmm. and Iron Man's Tony Stark has similarities to the Ultimate Universe uh, Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like they just yeah. they take the best parts of whatever it It's all not six sixteen. It's it's a, a culmination of all the best aspects of these characters in these stories. Right, right. They, they kind of use all of the comics versions to be their their blueprint to make the best character they can, mm-hmm. which is great. Yeah, it's what they did with uh, Fantastic Four, which is why that movie's so good. Yeah, yeah, that instant classic <laughs> that, uh, that we all love so deeply. Fuck that garbage. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. I like, I, I like that they didn't kill Vulture. Um, oh, Marvel, yes. yeah. Marvel unfortunately, too. has a problem, as we all know, with, with their villains. And I think one of the biggest problems is that they kill their villains off fairly regularly. Um, and uh, and I like that it seems like over the last the, this last phase um, and uh, and and just kind of moving forward, it seems like they're they're You don't have to kill the villain to end the movie. The villain can go to prison. Like, mm-hmm. that's OK for a villain to go to prison. And he kind of redeemed like he had a little bit of a redemption in that one moment, he could have given up Peter and didn't. Now, is that to say he's going to be a good guy when he gets out of jail? Uh, maybe not. He's probably kind of upset with Peter. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Um, but he also kind of, I think, realized that Peter saved not only his life, but his daughter's as well. Well, that's he gave he mm. gave Peter that one chance. Right. right? And that right. was such a great scene in the car. Yeah. When, oh uh, man, that was so good. <laughs> when he's like, "I'm gonna give you this," so I love, I love the fact that he's holding the gun, uh, you know, behind the chair, and I don't even know if Peter notices it. Right. Um. But I love that he's holding that gun, like ready to, ready to do what needs to be done. And he's, I love the, you know, the the um, like you saved my daughter's life. I appreciate that. So I'm gonna give you this one chance. Step away. Stay out of my business. Yada yada yada. And then I love how he ends it with, "So look at that. I just saved your life." So what do you say to that? Yeah. <laughs> Peter has to say thank you. Right, right. Like, that was fucked but, up. That was awesome. But the best part of it is, what does Peter immediately do? Exactly what a hero should. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what's great. Uh, you know, and I, I give I give Spider-Man a little bit, because he's not my favorite. But what's great about Peter Parker is he always does the right thing. Um, it may take a little while, but he gets there. And... The fun part of this movie is it's not just the suit. Like, you know, you say it a lot with a lot of Marvel movies. They're, they they kind of branch the genres. Uh, this was a superhero coming of age movie. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, you got a high school movie with there's a party in it. I mean, you might as well. Uh, I, I enjoyed this version of Flash Thompson because there can't really be that dumb jock in this school because he goes to a school for smart kids. Yeah, that was a good twist on that character. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, including him was good. Betty Brandt being in it was interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The way I, I didn't I didn't care about that honestly. 
she didn't need to be there. It was just a touch, I guess. I don't know. Because he's so young, we're never going to get to him meeting Betty Brandt, the journalist, you know, or the, the receptionist. Are we not? I doubt it. I, I doubt it. Um, I could be wrong, though. They could jump ahead in years. I don't know. I don't know, man. These movies have been around since 2008. Yeah, that's you true. You know, we're, we're coming up on 10 years of these movies with the same characters. I guess you can't really assume anything. Mm-mm. No. Um. But uh, okay, so most of all, I guess what did what did what did you enjoy, uh, uh, Kyle, uh, from the movie? Uh, I and I are we okay? Well, I really enjoyed how Tom Holland is is Spider Man and Peter Parker to me. Back when Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield had their run, I always said or or before this. Uh, Tobey Maguire was was a perfect uh, Peter Parker, and our, Andrew Garfield was a perfect Spider Man. Now Tom Holland is a is perfect Peter Parker and Spider Man. He's got, I mean, he's got the Brooklyn or the Queens accent, and he's got the whole uh, trash talk down when the he's talking with the quippiness when he's talking with the with the bad guys, and he's um, even when he's talking with uh, I. Don't remember his name, so I'm going to use his alias, the the Prowler, when he's talking with him during his uh, advanced interrogation scene. I'm like, yes, that's aside from aside from uh, the advanced interrogation scene. That's 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 Spider Man, and how he's wait, saved. Wait, hang on, I didn't know that Miles's uncle was the Prowler. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. I knew that was Miles Morales's uncle. I didn't know he was the Prowler. Okay. Yeah. yeah. His his name's Aaron Davis. Okay. Ah, uh, thank you. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't think of that, but yeah, he um, portrayed. Yeah, he embodies portrayed both quite well Peter by Parker Childish Gambino. Oh. Sorry, what's up? Nothing. Go ahead. Oh yeah, he he embodies he embodies both Peter Parker and Spider Man. Um, I loved, I loved the Vulture. I'm okay with that. It he wasn't like the, the youth sucking <clears throat> version of the Vulture. <laughs> and I was okay with how much Tony was in the movie because it wasn't that much. Yeah. It was probably a total of five minutes, and everyone was complaining that oh, there's going to be well, too Happy, much. Happy was in it more than Tony. Oh, definitely, and I'm and I'm okay with that. Happy's Happy is a character that should have more screen time because he's he's a pretty important character, especially in the uh, Marvel universe um, until his untimely demise before Civil War. Spoilers. Whoa. Um, <laughs> I said spoilers. <laughs> After. <laughs> After. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I, and I loved, again, spoilers, I get it this time. I loved that Gwyneth Paltrow showed up. Out of the blue. Was not oh, expecting it. Oh, that was so it. awesome. That moment that was, was That moment was great. Every Like, the guy next to me said uh, they were planning, he was planning to introduce him as the Avengers. That wasn't, re- he was lying. I'm like, okay, thanks, buddy. You don't need to say it out loud. We can, we, we get, we know who Tony Stark is. <laughs> you think? Yeah. It, 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 that kind of seemed like a little callback to, um, Peter unmasking himself in Civil War. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like a reverse. Now, was that, um, was that the, the suit that he made for him in Civil War? No. Um, it, it looked a lot like it. The spider emblem was a lot like it, but the color was all wrong. Yeah. It was it was an an omegation of the of his classic Spider Man and the Iron Spider yeah. appearance. So it's it, it definitely wasn't the Iron Spider, but it wasn't 
the spider the the classic spider-man outfit either right it was the perfect tony it was the perfect tony stark version of this this version of tony stark's uh iron spider outfit yeah with the gold in there and yeah yeah so shiny a little bit of gold in there he likes you know he likes it to pop that's that's like that was perfect i agree that was great yeah and um flash was the decent the right amount of uh jerkishness if that's a word if if not it is now right um I I enjoyed his uh, his buddy, Ned. Yep. Ned was it? Yep. Ned, yeah. Um, and because because always in the comics, Aunt May doesn't know about Peter as Spider Man. <laughs> yeah. Now, now they spoilers. This whole thing is gonna be spoilers. I know. Yeah, we, I, know. We, I was trying to spoil it about twenty times. I was already. just trying to beat you to it because I felt like you were gonna say it. Oh yeah. yeah. You don't have and, to uh, say it anymore. Okay. Well, uh, Aunt May like walked in on him. Walked in on him at the very end. Almost um, dropped an f bomb on him. That was great. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> they get. They got one. They get one f in a PG thirteen, and they did not use it. It's Marvel. No, no, it's they Marvel didn't. They MCU. Cut it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought that was a great way to end it. I didn't see it coming. I, I really I, I, I felt more in the moment with Peter than anything. I wasn't really thinking about anything else. And then and then when the camera started turning, I'm like, "Oh, wait. No, no, no. Somebody's going to be standing there." <laughs> and then it's May and then she's like, "What the f-? And then it ends and I'm like, "That's perfect. That's perfect." Uh but her knowing is weird. Uh going forward. I think. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how that's going to be handled. Um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I did love all the 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 your your aunt is hot jokes because um, there were a lot. Oh, of... Oh, because she's hot. <laughs> oh, Marissa Tomei. Oh yeah, that's a good looking woman, you yeah. guys. I loved I loved it because all the all the casting things were like she's too young to be Aunt May, and all this other stuff. Like who cares? They 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 poked fun at it themselves and said. Who cares? She's a good actress. Let's do it, and it worked out well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see where this is all going to go next. I mean, um, next is Infinity War, but uh, so in Spider-Man Two, or whatever they're going to call it, Spider-Man Prom Night. I hope not. <laughs> they skip, they skip prom and go right to prom night. Hey you. <laughs> Uh, well, that's one thing to talk about too. Uh, MJ. It was a decent twist. I mean, I really didn't see it coming, but uh, I mean, there was rumors. Yeah, that was the, the yeah. That's the whole Benedict Cumberbatch isn't con thing. Yeah, and I, and I well, was... oh, go ahead, Johnny. The actually, um, <laughs> uh, Feige and Pascal um, did a, an interview where they said that's not Mary Jane Watson. She's mm-hmm. not their version of Mary Jane Watson. For some reason, Sony Pascal's talking about this. Of course, so she's of saying, course she is. We <laughs> thought we were clever. And I hate that bitch. I don't she's like awful. her. I don't like her. Um but uh, uh but they but she explicitly says like we thought we were so clever putting a character in with the initials MJ, but this isn't Mary Jane Watson. It's not our version of Mary Jane Watson. So it's confirmed that's not going to be Mary Jane Watson. Right, right. It's just a nod. This is a character who's named MJ, who's a potential love interest for Peter. It was just a dumb idea to begin with, and 
Just, when she said, you know, my friends call me MJ, took me out of the moment. I was like, that's stupid. Just just make her MJ then. Like, why do this runaround, you know? Well, I, okay, so I love this character. And, yeah, and I, I, do I'm gonna, I do too. I'm going to pop in real quick and, and, and I guess give my two cents on the, on the no, two please, characters please. so far, which is Flash. And I didn't really – I liked the char- I liked that character of Flash, but I don't like the fact that it was Flash. Um, I don't buy it. And, and and this isn't the Flash who I envision would someday join the army and lose his legs and become Agent Venom. Like, I don't see that future in this character, um, which is what I was really hoping to see. Not necessarily expecting that it will happen because I don't I don't believe it will with Venom already getting his own story. But I really like the character. I just didn't like the fact that that was supposed to be Flash. Okay. Um, That's fair. And then. And then, and then, as far as Zendaya, I thought she was great. She was one of my favorite parts of the movie. She was hilarious. Um, her joke, every single one of her jokes landed mm-hmm. for me. Um, the flipping Peter off when he arrives at the party, all his friends are waving like, "Hey, Peter!" and yeah. she smiles and gives him the middle finger. Um, her drawing the people in like distressing moments—that was hilarious. Uh, so she was great. And then they did that MJ thing, and I, like most people, was like, fuck, is that their MJ now? That's a d- Why not just have this cool, interesting new character? Yeah. Which you have to read interviews or listen to podcasts like this one on AtomicGeekdom.com uh, to know that to know that it's uh, it, that's not Mary Jane. That's not going to be their version. It's, it's their new, new, brand new character they created for this universe named Michelle Jones, and she's awesome, but her friends are going to call her MJ. Yeah, it's going to be really weird when when they Mary actually Jane introduce Watson Mary Jane Watson. <laughs> it, it could be a good source of humor when she shows up and, and she introduces herself as MJ. Yeah, you know, and there could be this, uh, but that's like a one-time gag, right. or it could be an ongoing. I mean, they, they nailed like, the humor love, with this movie. Love the, triangle. The, what's that? Could be like a love triangle thing. Peter fell in love with two MJs. Yeah, I mean it's dumb. Yeah, but they they could they could do something with it. Right. I'm not recommending they do it by any means. <laughs> but oh, no. no, they definitely shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um yeah, as far as far as like kind of my my thoughts on it again, the the we on on our Just Two Pals episode, we talked for like 2 hours about the movie. So, mm-hmm. I I won't go on for too long. Um but the the movie was great. I really enjoyed all of the characters. I thought they were all good. I thought they were all interesting. I think I think they nailed mm-hmm. the villain. Um, which is kind of funny that Marvel rarely gets villains right, but one of the times they do get it right is when they collab with Sony on it, when Sony kind of notoriously botched Gets everything villains. wrong. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like this. Oh, what, so one of my favorite things of the movie was the fact that um, Spid- Spider-Man is the type of character who has a lot of kind of ground-level or street-level villains, and so it makes sense that he'd come into contact with many of them at once and not just fight one at a time. You know, it doesn't a, a seasoned Peter Parker, I think would make mincemeat of this vulture, Right. but a brand new, a brand new Peter Parker, who's new to new to being a hero, new to the suit, new to, you know, his job is going to struggle a little bit. So I like the fact that they kind of teased shocker and prowler and vulture and, Tinker. uh, tinkerer and uh what's his name uh who's the scorpion Scorpion, like i like the fact that they had those little teases in there like this is coming in the future maybe um without Mm -hmm. making them 
integral parts of the story to detract from the main story. Like, you know, Spider-Man 3 notoriously had three main villains instead of one main villain with two side villains. Right, right. I I liked the two shocker thing, although I would have preferred the one. Um, the moment when we got down to the other shocker was pretty funny. Um, with Tooms mm-hmm. using the wrong gun. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, I liked the subtle touch on the costume with the sleeves. Um, made it look like the shocker, at least a little bit. Um, when not just the gauntlets. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I yeah, I enjoyed that too. Having just a... A sampling of all these ground villains, these street level villains, and not really having them all be one, you know, all f- ganging up on Peter. Three villains, as as you said, uh, was a good touch. And and laying the groundwork, I, yeah. I could see the shocker showing up like <clears throat> in the opening of of the next Spider-Man movie. Sure, like you know, like, or yeah. or even like in in one of the Avengers Infinity War movies in the third or fourth one, you know, when uh when when Tony's like, "Hey, we need Peter for this." And he calls Peter and Peter's in the middle of fighting Shocker. You're right. You right. know, so he's that type of character that could just show up <clears throat> randomly and does the movie doesn't need to be about him, but he can be in it. Sort of like Crossbones for Cap or uh Scarecrow, yeah. Scarecrow in the Nolan trilogy. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good touch. I like it. Um, do you do you guys think they're building towards the Sinister Six? I don't know. If, uh, I don't, that movie's not happening anymore, right? No, it's not from at Sony. Least it right. shouldn't be. No. Okay. But I don't. It's too early for them to build. I mean, they can build towards the Sinister Six, but they'll they'll need a lot more to do that in order to get to the Sinister Six. That's like the third like Spider-Man third. movie. Right, right. I'm not saying for the even second then, one. Even then, you made, like, the whole thing about having too many villains, that one might be, like, like the the cake, having too many villains in it. Because I think, because with how they, they handled their villains correctly in this film. And I don't want them to, like think like it's going to be a good thing that had so many villains that they're gonna uh want to do this all all the time you know what i'm saying hopefully (laughs) i i think i get Um, you i i what i what i believe is going to be key is that because these characters all exist in the mcu and because the mcu shares characters across their films that you'll be able to develop the characters not just in a spider-man movie you could have the shocker let's use shocker for example the shocker appears in this movie and he's established this is the shocker right bokeem woodbine is playing herman schultz who is the shocker he got the gauntlet inherited the the mantle um kind of beat the crap out of spider-man at one point and now you can have him show up in another in another avengers movie and then another tease in a different movie and then show up in spider-man 2 or something and then by the time spider-man 3 rolls around you don't need to describe him at all you already know who the shocker is because he's appeared in one two three movies already you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so you don't need spider-man 2 to flesh out the rest of the sinister six and then bring them into spider-man 3 with this you know with with hey look all the, all the, at all these characters that appeared in one and two, it's look at all these characters that appeared in one and then Avengers and then you know Captain America cameo and then an Ant Man cameo you know something like that and bring them all together so that they they're gonna benefit I believe from having such a a a, 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 a huge universe that incorporates everyone into it 
then you don't have to focus on this is the formation of the Sinister Six. It's like here, here's the guy that's that's you know taking that's going to form the Sinister Six, and he's bringing all the characters that you've already seen from these other movies into one something. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, I get you. I get you. That's my thought on it. Um, my last thought on Spider-Man, and we're going to move on to talk about other stuff. Uh, the moment I liked the, the most was the Tony Stark thing about uh, if you need the suit, like, you, you shouldn't have it or something like that. Like, if you can't if you can't be a hero without it, then you shouldn't have it or something like that. I can't remember the exact quote. Um, yeah. Off the top of my head. I love that line, and I love the fact that Tony Stark, at the end of the movie, realized how good of a line it was. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. calls back on it. Like, it, I thought that was great that he just takes credit for it. Like, that was that was a good parenting thing, right? Or whatever. <laughs> it was, it was Peter, Peter said, I'm nothing without the suit. Right. And Tony says, if you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it. Yeah, it's a great line. It's, it's a great moment. Um, and then Peter rising up to the challenge later when he kind of gets beat by Vulture. Um and he's oh man i felt for him when he's stuck underneath all that rubble like i, I was, oh my god i was yeah i was classic, i was like a comic book scene right there too oh mm-hmm. man my, my heart broke for the kid you know i got a little choked up man because that because he was crying yeah yeah like he legitimately needed help, crying like, and, and begging for anyone to help him. i'm like i'll help you peter i'll help you <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't help him yeah oh great moment great acting that's tom holland man yeah he's, the kid's good um, so yeah, I, I'm excited for the future of Spider-Man. I think they got they're in the right hands as long as Pascal isn't the end-all, be-all for what happens in the Spider-Man universe. Uh, I think they'll be okay. I feel like Amy Pascal's that that woman who is like, or that person because because it's mostly men in a writing room, honestly. But that person in like the writing room that's like, look, let's do this, 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 and this. And Kevin Feige's like, well, hold on now, let's do this now, <laughs> right? And then we'll do this later. And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then, and then we sit down <laughs> and talk about it. Venom is part of the Marvel Universe. Oh, oh my God. That, oh, that was phrased so poorly. <laughs> yeah, Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the meme She's is great. Awful. The meme is great. He's <laughs> awful, you guys. <laughs> I hate her. All right. All right. I want to talk for a second because as we're recording this, the casting for uh, a certain Marvel show was released today. Um, one show that includes Squirrel Girl. Uh, Squirrel Girl. The character. Yeah. The character everyone wanted Anna Kendrick to be, which makes sense. Uh, it seems like the perfect role for Anna Kendrick, but the person they got for it, I think, is is going to be equally as good because she's hilarious. Uh, yeah, she's funny. She's she's known from the AT and T commercials, but she's also a stand up comedian. She does a bunch of comedy stuff on the web. Um, internet shows and stuff like that but yeah so they released the casting for the new warriors show that's going to be on freeform um i think next year uh i want to say uh, uh, yeah 2018 10 half hour episodes i think it's more of a comedy than anything um but yes uh squirrel girl will be played by milana von tribe von Trube. i've heard it said a couple times um derek thieler theller is going to play mr immortal um nice. Jeremy Tardy is playing Night Thrasher. Caleb Worthy is playing Speedball. Matthew Moy is playing Microbe. And Katie Comer is playing Debris. So we got a full cast of uh, the people that start the Civil War. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a, yeah, that's, that's true. A, that's an Easter egg joke. Google it, kids. Um, 
yeah, I, I don't know. I wasn't too keen or you know too excited for it. Uh, I was gonna watch it, but now now I'm interested. This uh, you know I I think this could be good. What do you guys think? I think it's gonna be a comedy uh, more than anything, but uh, I don't know. What do you think, uh, Johnny? Oh, I definitely think it's gonna be a comedy, and yeah. uh, and I'm really excited for it. Um, and I I guess uh, I I've got nothing else on it right now. I I've I like I've known about it for a while, so it's not like this was just announced and I'm going, oh my god, you guys, new warriors, oh my god, ah! like mm. I knew I knew who the characters were gonna be, you know, we like they they announced all the characters and stuff early. It's just this is just casting, and it right. from based on what I've seen, the casting looks good, and I think that they're gonna do it well. But you know, did, despite how things turn out, Marvel's casting on both their TV shows and their movies has always been fantastic. Yes. They always pick the right actors for the roles, so I'm whoever they pick, I'm supportive of it. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. What do you think, Kyle? Um, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm gonna check it out. I mean, these these characters are not my. I mean, I don't know much about these characters, so it'll be, it'll be definitely something that I'll be, watching. But it's not gonna be, like if if it. If it gets canceled, not saying that it will, but if it if it gets canceled, I'm not going to be super bummed about it. Sure, but I'm, I'll I'll watch it just like I'll watch um, Cloak and Dagger as well. Oh, I can't wait for that one. I, that that trailer, I like that trailer a lot. Um, but uh, uh, that's that maybe that's just me. Uh, also, beginning production uh, yesterday or today? Today. Yeah, today. Today uh, is the next X Men film. Uh, an X-Men universe film called The New Mutants. Yeah. Uh, director Josh Ooh. Josh Boone is doing it. The they he Instagrammed a picture of their slates, you know, the little clappy thing that they use and it's they're calling it Growing Pains as the shooting title. <laughs> <laughs> and they got oh, nice. the, the awesome. slate the slate has the cast right on there. It's pretty hilarious. Uh but it it's great. Um Anya Taylor-Joy who was in uh Split and The Witch who I love great actress is playing magic i think that's perfect casting uh yeah. I, I can't wait uh i really hope they touch on her relationship uh with the colossus i think they have to um Mize williams or mazzy williams is from game of thrones and doctor who is playing wolfsbane also awesome charlie heaton from stranger things and shut in is cannonball and blue hunt who is on the originals is playing moonstar Oh, one more. Henry Zaga from 13 Reasons Why. Oh, cool. Is playing Sunspot. Nice. And, oh, I forgot one more. Alice Braga from Queen of the South, Predators, and I Am Legend. Oh, that's why I recognize her in those Queen of the South commercials. She's from I Am Legend. Okay. Uh, is in talks to play the role of Cecilia Reyes. And Who's that? Uh, that's the... Uh, uh, she, it's Warlock is the character. She can shape shift. Um, oh, okay. No, no, no. That's no, 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 no. I'm thinking the Warlock will be in it. Um, is what I'm reading. Sirius. Why do I? Why do I recognize that name? I should know it off the top of my head. I'll look it up in a second. Uh, and then there's rumors that McAvoy will bring a, uh, Xavier to it, but not not 100 sure yet. Uh, but that movie is coming out April 13th next year. I, I you know nice. me. You know me. I'm all in for X Men movies. I'm more excited for this than I am the next X-Men proper. The Dark Phoenix saga thing? Yeah. Well, I just got to get it right. Yeah. I think it's too early. 
too early for Dark Phoenix, but I maybe you. they'll do it right. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Um, why did you take me here, you stupid website? <laughs> Cecilia Reyes. Cecilia, you're breaking my heart. Um, sorry, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, <laughs> boy, this doesn't. She has got the psychic, uh, the psioplasmic biofield ability. She can create a shield. Um, yeah. She doesn't have she's a, a, she's a, a, a heroic name. No, 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 oh. no, no mutant name. She just is Cecilia. She's got, I think, dreadlocks. Um, or corn, not cornrows, not dreadlocks either. But they look kind of like cornrows. You Google her, you see a picture of it, you might recognize her. Um, she's not like okay. a huge X-Men character, but still cool, I think. Uh, New Mutants, I'm into it. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those characters. I've only really recently gotten into Magic, the character, um, because of, she's part of the X-Men now. Um, but anyway, let's move on to MCU proper. Talk about a movie I know Johnny is just aching to hear more about and see mm-hmm. some casting for ant-man and the wasp fresh, yeah fresh off i know who the you're boat. talking about too yeah yeah straight from fresh off the boat one of the funniest men alive i think i really like him uh randall park is going to be in ant-man and the wasp playing shield agent jimmy woo that's really exciting that's i agree awesome i agree i love this actor he's so good yeah he's funny in um the office christmas party hilarious He's got like he a... was great. He was great playing Kim Jong Un in in uh, the interview. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he was so funny, um, and and his show's great too. I just recently discovered uh, Fresh Off. I mean, I've known oh. of its existence, but I never knew what it was about. Yeah. Um, and then I heard that Randall Park was in it, uh, and 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 I love him. Like like he's he's one of my favorite like underground guys that. Like, if you don't follow a bunch of movie stuff, you don't really know about him. And because my focus is always on comic book stuff, I don't really hear about him as often as I should. Yeah. Except for when he shows up in movies. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's in he's in fucking the interview. Right. And he's in the night uh, before, Neighbors train and, and sex tape and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, uh, but you know, so I, I just recently started getting into Fresh Off the Boat. And that show is great. And he's mm-hmm. great. And this is really exciting. And Ant-Man and the Wasp is going to be the best Marvel movie ever. <laughs> It's my most anticipated movie for next year. I'm so pumped. Uh, and to go along with that, buddy, I'm sure you know this, but uh, they they dropped some um, some on set photos of Paul Rudd on the set for Avengers, Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, which I was worried he wasn't going to appear. A lot of so a lot of places had him listed in the cast, mm-hmm. but he hasn't been present for anything that I've seen. Wasn't and he so on to set actually with see him Strange? on set? What's that? What was he? Wasn't he on set with Doctor Strange? Wasn't that some of the pictures? Yeah, that was what. Yeah, that was the one that dropped today. But yeah. yesterday it was just him on oh, right. set, and then today we see him with Doctor Strange. So, Woo. like, I, I I know he's not going to be a, a a primary member of the Avengers or prime, you know, a primary member of this movie. Yeah. You know, he'll probably have a, a a cameo or as much screen time as Spider Man does. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, oh, it's just exciting. I'm just pumped. I love Ant Man so much. So. This is great. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I I love your enthusiasm for it. I, I it's gonna be good. I can't wait. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp, you guys. I know, I know. And and my, <laughs> no, I'm excited. I I love Ant Man. Ant Man's a fantastic movie. What uh, gets me more excited is how psyched Evangeline Lilly is to play the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Like 
Oh, I, yeah. I like her, and she's great. And, you know, for this, like, I'm like, ah, is she going to really want to be this character? You know, like, is she, she's all in, and it's it's so great. Like, she wants the Wasp movie. She wants to be in Infinity Wars. Um, and I think it's just because her love of the character and um, less, you know, probably a little bit because of the paycheck. But uh, but it's a great character. And I I, I, I really hope she stays around for a, a long time in the MCU with, with Scott. Scott Lang. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and, then, and then also yeah. Michael Douglas is back as that guy, Hank Pym. Uh, and Michael Pena, David Dastamalkian. Ugh. Dastamalkian. Yes, and that's it. And Dave Desmalchin. Yes, that one. And and Ti. Ti is back as well. Yeah. Yeah, I like that they're bringing back the the cast from the first. That, that was kind of expected. Yeah. Um, I I do as as funny as I thought that they were, and as much as I enjoyed their their presence, I do hope there's a little bit less of the. Um, David Delsmachian and and Ti and yeah, uh, yeah. and Michael Pena like scattered out a little bit more. Don't don't. I mean, there was a lot of them in the first movie, which I got because because uh, Scott had just gotten out of prison, so of course he's going to reconnect with these people and spend mm-hmm. more time with them than he would with like uh, Hank Pym and and Hope. Right. Um. But I de- I I want the focus squarely on uh uh Scott and Hope. Yeah. Oh, with Michael awesome. Douglas being like a like the like a second or not not second. What what third, are they called? Third wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like supporting actor. Yeah, you yeah. Know? This is this is Paul Rudd in Evangeline Lilly's movie, and Michael Douglas and everyone else. They're all supporting right characters. Uh, Hannah John so. Hannah John Kamen is also joining the cast from Game of Thrones and Killjoys. She's like a main character in Killjoys. Uh, she's also. Excuse me, a voice in Dark Souls Two, but uh, she was a First Order officer in Force Awakens, <laughs> and she's going to be in Ready Player One and Ant Man and the Wasp, playing a character named Dawn, and she was in two episodes of Black Mirror. Uh, mm. She's good. She's, really quick, she's a good actress. You said you said that the new guy, I forget his name already, is going to be a Shield agent. Yeah, Randall Park is playing. So, Jimmy Woo. Jimmy Woo. Yep. So this is the first time that Shield is, as far as we know, I being, mean we don't know being if referenced in an MCU movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I think since right, I think since um, so uh, Winter Soldier. No. Mm-hmm. No, they were in uh, Agents of Shield. Or I'm, I'm sorry, Agents of Shield. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ultron. No. Uh, if, uh, oh, you're right. They showed up at the end. They, but it, at but it was Shield. discreet. Right. We did. Because shield, well, shield was shield was still around. It wasn't shield. Yes, it was. Be- nah, <laughs> it, eh, it was. They no. dust. They dusted it off. It was. It was they, still they underground. The they, yeah. Yeah. They. They, they were. They were still an say, underground organization say, at that point. Right. I would say they're part of the Avengers Initiative, if anything, than Shield. Shield uh, is Coulson now. Maybe. So the fact that they're bringing Shield back means that i th- i think we're gonna see colson in infinity war i think you have to i really do you do even if it's just colson and not the rest of the team not anyone else right i think you have to bring colson back they don't have they don't have quake that's fine you just have to bring uh, back Coulson. that's more than fine i, I love gonna do now right right i love quake now um daisy but mm-hmm. yeah i think for the mcu i mean colson was uh a foundation of those movies. He tied them all together until the first Avenger movie. 
with Sam Jackson, of course, but I don't know. I think I think it's a disservice to that character and the actor um, by not putting right. him at least just a cameo. It doesn't have to be in the whole movie. Just or just no, the fact that Coulson's alive. But sort of thing. if you saw the season finale of Agents of Shield, Coulson's somewhere in space. Right. Uh-oh. But yeah, which is exactly why I think he's going right. to be part it, of Infinity it's, War. It's it's got to be some kind of tie-in. Is With it sword? Is it sword? Sword. Is it sword? Well, get it? Get it? That's how. Get it? Yeah. S, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger. S, S Ward, Agent Ward. Get it? Uh, 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 uh. Matt's not gonna like that. No, man, I like Ward. <laughs> I do too. I like Ward. I like that actor too. Brett Dalton's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just watching some guy stream uh, until dawn, and he's mocap for that that game. Um, mm. and he did a uh, a panel with with uh, the actress that plays Daisy or Quake. And some somebody asked him about that game because they loved it, and he's like, "Man, I love that game too." And we filmed the, that stuff so long ago. I never. I wondered if they were ever going to release that game. Like, I guess wow. they filmed it like years before it came out. Mm. But I, I'm sure it takes a long time. Well, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a great game. There, there's my there's my gaming portion of tonight's episode. Check it out. Until dawn. Although to be fair, we don't know yet. And. Unless I missed it or or have just forgotten since since the cast was announced, since Randall Park's casting was announced. Right. They, they just said that he's Jimmy Woo, who we know from the comics is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. He might not be a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent in this movie. That's true. Yeah. OK. Here, when Dave said he, he said S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. The news the news article said S.H.I.E.L.D. agent Jimmy Woo, but that could be referencing that Jimmy Woo is an existing character in the comics, not mm-hmm. necessarily agent in the movie. OK. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, real quick, uh, Jeremy Renner broke both his arms while filming Avengers. Let's, let's give him a, a, a hearty applause. <laughs> but then I thought I heard that, sucks, that he man. didn't break both of his arms. Oh, really? Yeah. It looks like only one of them's in a cast in this picture. But anyway, uh, I only bring him up because, uh, of Jenny's boyfriend, Patrick calling him Jer- uh, Jeremy Reiner when she met him the first time or he met mm. him. <laughs> uh, always, always fun. Um, Quick Supergirl news, Erica Durant's my favorite Lois Lane, because she is lo- mm-hmm. lovely. Gorgeous. Uh, from uh, Smallville is going to be playing uh, Kara's birth mother now, uh, because Laura Benanti is not returning due to, um, I guess she's working on... Scheduling. Yeah, some other show now. So they had to recast her, and Erica Durant will now play Supergirl's birth mother, uh, Alora Zarel. Hmm, okay. I like it. Um, yeah, I like too. I like her. Um, she's good. She's good stuff. Why this uh, this cast list still includes Jenna Dewan Tatum as Lucy Lane? She hasn't been on the show in a long time. She hasn't. She hasn't neither been has on Peter, the show since season one. Neither has Peter Facinelli or Helen Slater. Well, she was in a little bit, I guess. Yeah, they need to bring back uh, Facinelli. Yes, because his show got canceled. I guess. What show was he on? Twilight, I don't Twilight remember. the series. I know that. Yeah, his show got didn't go very far. Who did he play? Did he play Maxwell, Maxwell Lord? Lord. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was really yeah. good too. Really good. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I liked his Maxwell they have Lord. Strings that still have, they have stories that need to be told. Yeah. With Maxwell Lord, because he's got the Omega Hedron. Oh, that's and right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, they really got to get back on that. Also, yeah. I could see them doing the storyline where maybe Supergirl kills Maxwell Lord instead of Wonder Woman. Ooh, 
that would be really interesting. Power. She isn't the type of character in this show to kill people. Right, right. So and and if he ever gets power. Right. Yeah. And she's forced into it. Not 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 mirroring what Superman had to do to Zod and Man of Steel, but to a bigger scope. Cause I don't know if I'm still on board with that yet. <laughs> the breaking of Zod's neck. <laughs> I'm on board with it. It, we just uh, oh my god i'm not against so it i'm not against I'm, it i'm not against it i'm on board with it like he he did what he needed to do but there was no emotional depth to it it right, wasn't like right. oh my god superman don't do that he it's never gonna break you right he never kills this is not what because yeah. they hadn't built that character up yet whereas we now, know supergirl enough in right? these last two seasons that's that heartbreaking her being forced to kill someone would be would be detrimental to her character at least oh. in her eyes she would she, destroy herself yeah yeah she would stop being a hero at that point, I think she would give it up. Um, uh, real quick, I want to talk about it because it's weird to me. Uh, I didn't know that there's a Netflix Castlevania animated show. Um, there's yeah, season, I heard about this. Season one is already out, and they're planning to do a season two. I gotta check it out. I I haven't seen it, and I'm not connected to Castlevania in any way. Sure. Um. So so uh, it's it's not like I need to check it out right now type of show yeah um so does anyone know like what kind of what's the reception of it so far are people I liking it must be good because they're, they're only they're not only getting a season two they're getting expanded season two so it's gonna have more episodes hmm. so instead of four i think they're getting eight yeah it's four. Oh. uh four in the first season eight in the second have you seen it kyle i have not uh i just thought it was like a trailer like a of a show just coming out. I didn't know it was out already. Yeah, my roommate, I was, I walked in the living room, my roommate was watching, I'm like, what are you watching? It was like a cartoon. He's like, oh, it's Castlevania. I'm like, oh, have you ever played the games? He's like, no, but I might. After mm-hmm. watching it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's good. That's, that's positive. I just looked it up and I saw Richard Armitage's, uh, yeah. one of the voice actors in it. And he's fantastic. Yeah. So that has me interested in checking it out. Matt Fewer from Orphan Black. Uh, Tony, Tony Amendola. Some good people. Ooh, Tony Amendola. Nice. Yeah. Some good people. I gotta add that. Oh, Graham McTavish is in it. Oh. You guys know who Graham Graham McTavish is? From Preacher. He's from he's from Preacher, but he was also he's he's a Scottish um actor and voice actor. He's been in a lot of uh a lot of um uh TV shows and video games and stuff, but uh You recognize him if you saw him. He he had a very small role in, but I really liked him. And this one was, uh, did you guys ever see Warrior with uh, Tom no. Hardy and Joel yeah. Edgerton? Yeah. He played the promoter of the, um... oh, no, 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 no. I'm thinking of Creed. Sorry, Creed. He he was oh, the promoter of, he was promoter of that Irish guy that fought, um, oh, or Scottish yeah. guy that yeah. fought, yeah. fought Creed at the end. You are correct, sir. He's that big old beard, big bushy beard. Big but yeah, bushy he, beard. A great he bushy beard. The, he also <laughs> plays the Saint of Killers in uh, in Preacher. Yeah, mm. that's that's the more recent one that I remember him from. Mm-hmm. Um, real quick, we can also talk about Luke Cage season two casting news. Uh, Mustafa yeah. Shakir and Gabriel Dennis have joined the cast uh, for season two, which will take place after August's the defenders gets released yes we're also happy i am as well um i don't know the list uh shakir has been cast as john mciver a natural leader brimming with charisma whose mission is focused on harlem and vengeance meanwhile gabriel dennis will play the role of tilda johnson a brilliant holistic doctor with a complicated history in harlem where as much as she tries to stay away from trouble 
It always seems to find her. Mm. Ain't that how it is? Mm. Always. Um, yeah. So I've got some uh, DCEU news. All right, we're done. That's it. Show's over. Wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do have a wow. quick question before we move on to DC. Sure. Um, do we know whether or not uh, Mahershala Ali is coming back? He did. Well, yeah, I know he's dead, but is he coming <laughs> he back? Say question. he did. <laughs> because he was the best part of that show uh, in him, the first season. Him and the dude from uh, uh, Theo Rossi, Shades, was great. Shades was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, man, I'm telling you, Cottonmouth Whoa. was the best part of that Shades, show. Shades is returning. Yes. Uh, yeah, I knew Shades was returning. Uh, no, it doesn't say anything about it. But, yeah, you're right. <sighs> you're right. Cottonmouth, Mashir, uh, he was awesome. Bring him back, man. Like, he should come back in the <sighs> Defenders. Like, the hand should get a hold of his body and resurrect him. Like, that would as, be... as convoluted yeah. and far-fetched as that is, we all I want would it. absolutely <laughs> take that in order to get Cottonmouth back. We all want it because he was amazing. This is the best part of it. Best part. Yeah. We have, they could get rid of, like, Misty Knight and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's her name? Um, Black Mar- Black Mariah. They could get rid of both of them so that I could get Cottonmouth back. Yeah. As much as I like them, Cottonmouth is 2,000 times better than them. All right. All right. All right. And, Di- and fuck Diamondback. Right. Get Diamondback yeah. out of there. Just keep. He's garbage. Just keep shades. Keep shades. Bring Cottonmouth back. Get rid of Diamondback. And then I'm good. All right. Actually, All right. if they're bringing back Cottonmouth, we need Black Mariah. So bring, yeah. True. Plus, uh, it's is the R silent in her name? Is it Alf Woodard? I don't know how they pronounce it. Alfrey? Alf? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. But uh, I, I now that I'm thinking about it, she was too good to not yeah. to, to lose. So plus, plus we, you can get, we you need can get revenge on her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cottonmouth needs to get his revenge. God damn it, Cottonmouth was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> All right, Kyle, get the DCEU out of your out of your system here. All right, so it was reported earlier today that Wonder Woman two will take place in the 1980s during the Cold War. Rad. Ooh, interesting. And spoiler alert. Oh, Chris Pine is returning as Steve Trevor. What? Old man. Steve? Spoiler alert. Wait, he did. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> yep. <laughs> what the what the hell? Well, yeah. is is uh, that confirmed or is it just a rumor now? Is it just well, it's. Can I say where it's from, or do I? Should I not? Boy, uh, is it like Variety or something? Uh, Screen Rant. Oh, well, they're reliable. Okay, Screen Rant is saying that. Um, Aren't they? Yeah, Screen oh, Rant. I think is pretty I, I guess. reliable. And yeah, they'll be. Yeah, that. Uh, he's returning. Um, um, Jeff Johns is. Confirmed to be working Patty? with Patty Jenkins. Okay. Uh, but they're still That's negotiating good. for um, to direct a sequel. Okay. But I guess I'm I'm sure we'll hear about it uh, at, uh, at Comic Con, yeah. San Diego Comic Con, which is by the time this comes out, the uh, a week away. Two weeks. It's about a week away. It's not uh, not. This, oh, yeah, it is a week away. Not uh, the twenty second through the twenty fourth, I think. Yeah. Not the. 21st to the 23rd? 21st, no. 20th to the 23rd. No. There we go. Yeah, because it it ends ends right before Shark Week. Yeah, Michael Phelps versus that great white. Fuck that. Oh, Michael Phelps gets eaten by a shark. 
<laughs> it so, could, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that so that is my DCEU EU news. Wait, we're not done. Other than I know they had a Okay. Matt Reeves uh talked a little bit about what the Batman movie will be like. Uh, I'm trying to read the quote while you were talking and I got distracted. Nope, not we're talking about. Never mind. I know they had a toy about Steppenwolf. Yeah. Leak. Whatever. Um we didn't he talk about like Steppenwolf. Yeah, right. Uh Pat, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot better make a ton more money in this next oh, movie. Oh yeah, did they not make a lot from the first one? No, no. Well, they, it was it was a standard like first yeah. first film. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh Chris Evans as as Steve Rogers in the first movie made like three hundred thousand dollars or something. Sure. Um, and then now he's a you know now he's making millions. So that's. She was so good, and and she's so worth it that um, Gal Gadot needs to make that kind of money, and Patty Jenkins needs to because there was a whole thing yeah. about how Patty Jenkins, you know, wasn't didn't make as much as yada yada, and and uh, because there was the whole stink about it, and because I'm aware of it, then I absolutely think that she needs to make more money. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, real quick, we didn't talk about it with the X Men movies, but Marvel or Fox, I'm sorry, released like six movie dates a couple weeks ago. So they have New Mutants coming out next year, Deadpool coming out next year, and Dark Phoenix coming out next year. But they've also got movies slated for June 7th and November 22nd in 2019, March 13th, June 26th, October 2nd in 2020, and March 5th in 2021. So well, One of those movies I'm seeing on my birthday, I guess. Could be Deadpool 3, the X-Force movie, New Mutants sequel, further X-Men movies, possibly Gambit in there. Um, maybe they're going to try to go have another go around with Fantastic Four, which I think they have to, if they want to keep the license. Um, I hope for Gambit, uh, for several reasons, but, but honestly at this point, Dave, I just want you to have your Gambit movie. Thanks, so, buddy. thanks buddy. Um, so Gambit, Gambit needs to be one of them. Deadpool for sure. Put Gambit. Definitely X-Force. Yeah. Put Gambit in the 2019. Oh, X-Force. Definitely. In the 2019 category. And then. When they get that far in the X Men movies, he can be part of the X Men movies too. And plus, mm-hmm. plus putting in twenty nineteen gives them time to really work on the script, get it right. I'd honestly like to see X Force come out before Deadpool three. Yeah, I think it has to. So uh, because with Cable uh, yeah. coming in and Domino and yeah, I think I think it has. So to. Def- definitely X Force, Deadpool, other other X Men movies, Gambit. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I guess can't really. I mean, I hope not. Fantastic Four. I don't want them to do it anymore. They probably will, though. Yeah, I just don't want them to, though. They're <laughs> fucking stupid. I agree. I'm with you. You got three tries. That's enough. Right. You failed. You every, failed. Every... Sony knew when to throw in the towel. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right. I think that's gonna do it for our show this week. I want to say a big, big thank you to both Kyle and Johnny for joining me tonight. Um. In fact, you're welcome. Thanks, man. buddy. Thanks for having us. In fact, oh, oh, oh. Okay, I got one other bit of news. Can I drop it? Yeah. Um, you what's should... his name? Uh, John Oliver has been cast as Zazu in the Lion King movie. Really That's fantastic casting. Really? Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yep. Fantastic. I like it. I like it. That movie's. I'm getting a little more excited for it each time. Each time I hear new news. That's the live action one, right? That's the live action one, which I'm against. I don't think they necessarily <laughs> need to do that. Like but Jungle Book. And... The, but Donald Glover's in it. James Earl Jones is in it. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa, which at, at first I kind of like 
shook my head. Like, I don't think so. But the more I think about it, that's perfect, especially when he's going with um, Billy Eichner as Timon. Oh, really? Yep. I love it. Yep. I love love Billy Eichner. And then adding John Oliver is like, that's... Did this movie shaping up to be something fantastic just based on the cast and the fact that uh, John Favreau is directing it, who came off yeah. of uh, The Jungle Book, which was so wildly successful. Donald Glover is Simba. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, one, I'm which... sure he'll do both the kid voice and the yeah. and the and the older one because mm-hmm. he's done he's done a lot of voiceover work where he's you know, he did Miles Morales's voice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he sounds like a kid. It sounded perfect. So, but honestly, it's uh, it's it's Billy Eichner and it's Timon. That's it's that's gonna be the awesome. best part. Yeah, that's gonna be that great. is the best part because he is phenomenal. Oh man, I like it. And playing off of Seth Rogen, also good. Oh yeah, and I guess they're talking about maybe Beyonce as Nala, but okay, I don't know if they're gonna be able they to should, get Beyonce as Nala. I know he was like kind of a no name actor when he did it. One of the he he was the actor of Rafiki. Uh, the voice of Rafiki in like one of the straight to DVD Lion movies, uh, but Carrie Payton, who's on The Walking Dead now, could just easily—he oh. could easily walk back into that. Oh, he could do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I didn't even know he voiced him in one of the direct to DVD movies. The—he's the, great. The Lion Guard, I guess it's called. Oh, that's a TV show. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's an ongoing TV show. My daughter and I have watched that a couple times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know okay. they they kept going that far. Uh, but yeah, I saw his name right there, Kerry Payton. Mm. Sure as shooting. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, they could bring her back. <laughs> Cheech Marin. Whoopi Cheech Marin, yeah. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right, that's going to be it. Jonathan Taylor Thomas could come back and play, play characters. <laughs> what, what's, what's old JTT doing these days, huh? Here's the question. Who voices Scar at this point? Oh, yeah. That's a Do good they one. not have a Scar? Jeremy Irons. Not not yet. They could bring back Jeremy. Could Irons. you just bring I back think Jeremy, Jeremy Irons? Irons? Should absolutely do it. Yeah, they brought be... back James Earl Jones for Mufasa. I'll do it. Yeah, they gotta do it. They gotta do it. So his voice is still fantastic. Like it's not like he's, and he's not. It's not like he's a retired actor or anything. Right, right. You no, know, he still works. He's not. And he still has a fantastic voice. So he's being underused that's... as Alfred. Let's let's bring him in. He's definitely being underused. <laughs> Uh, yeah. All right. So that's our show this week. Johnny, please tell the fine folks where they can find you on social medias and your other things you would like to plug. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. By the time this comes out, uh, our episode will have already been out for a couple of days. Uh, but on Just Two Pals, we did a whole episode about Spider-Man Homecoming. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us or listen to more of our stuff, you can check out. Uh, we're on Twitter at Just Two Pals. I'm at Johnny Wellens. Uh, Randy's at matches 1047 and then we're also on the fantastic atomicgeekdom.com. Perfect. Oh, oh, and I've got more anti-reviews that I'm writing. Which I don't know if you've heard Dave, they're wildly wildly popular. Oh, so, the, the whole internet's talking about it. The whole internet's talking about them and I'm doing more. I'm getting I'm texts. More. I'm getting texts from people I don't even know. I had two movies I was originally going to do, which I is, heard you tease them. We, yeah, I heard you tease but, one of them. Well, and I'm dropping it now because oh. I because I've come. I want to do more recent ones, gotcha. um, and then occasionally, if I feel like it, just do kind of throwbacks, which is what my first two ones were: Civil War and and Fantastic Four. But I want to do uh, I want to do more recent ones. So disregard the one that I teased before, which was Catwoman. I'll eventually do it. But I've got two other movies I'm working on that hopefully in the next uh, week or so I'll have them up and up on the website ready to go. And uh, 
I think that was I think that was it. So there there you there you go. We hooray. We did it. <laughs> you did it. Kyle, how can the fine folks find you and all of the other work that you do? Uh you can find me on Twitter at at Kyle Krause eighty nine. Uh you can listen to my other podcast, uh Legends T V Talk. Um we're on hiatus. Hopefully to have some uh, San Diego Comic-Con news coming up in the next few weeks. And uh, Johnny, my kids loved uh, Spider-Man. Oh, great. I'm, I'm glad that <laughs> oh, I yeah. knew that they would. Kyle's got kids all, everybody. Send them, send them some money. <laughs> send them some money. He's got kids. He's trying to get an above-ground pool. <laughs> Eat it. Well, I knew Eat that they it. would, Kyle. I knew it. Yep, you were right. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, yes, uh, if you enjoyed what you heard tonight, please check out all of our fine, fine programs on the Atomic Kingdom Network. The aforementioned Just Two Pals, the, the Two Broke Geeks, the Coffee Jelly Hour, and our professional wrestling podcast called Ringside Geeks. Ringside Geeks bringing you a brand new feature to the Atomic Kingdom Network with live stream reaction video watching a pay-per-view. Um, it was interesting. It was fun. I don't know if I'm the face that should be doing it, but I am. And I had a good time up until like the last minute or two. Uh, that's what. Oh, tr- Dave, I love your face. That's when a troll attacked um, our, our 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 lovely chat room. We had a lot of fun. There were some cool people in there. Uh, we had a good time. Um, right on. And we'll do that for every pay per view. Um, we might incorporate it uh, somehow with Atomic Geekdom. We'll do. We'll figure something out. Johnny, I know wants to do something with the YouTube. So I'd love to do something. We'll figure it out. And Justin does as well. So we'll figure something out. Um. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Atomic Geekdom. I will be gaming there quite often. I've gotten addicted to it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then these guys will, from time to time, do it on our YouTube. They can do it live on YouTube. Um, Yay. So we figured that out. It doesn't have to be on Twitch. When those guys stream for Atomic Geekdom, they'll do it to YouTube, and it'll work out just, just fine. Um, so, yeah. So stay tuned to all that stuff. Follow us. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all that good stuff. Like, subscribe. Uh, rate and review all the podcasts on the network it takes you a couple minutes and we really appreciate it um, and thank you for listening to this episode which is now over because I'm done talking say goodbye well, hey Dave oh, oh, oh. yes uh, you know you're not going to believe this but we're in luck because uh, I've, I've heard the the positive feedback and I know that you you really wanted my buddy here to show up so I, I actually brought a friend a guest onto the show if you don't oh. mind me bringing him on so that he can kind of you know, thank everyone and 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 let them you know let them know where you sure. know where 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 Tommy Kingdom is and all that stuff. Did you want me to introduce him or nah? Yeah, please do, please do. I know all if, right, I, well, if it's who I think me, it is, Randy's not going to enjoy this. Let me go ahead and bring this guy on. Let me, hey hey buddy, hey pal, you're up. Dave Dave gave you the okay. Here you go. Oh, Golden Target, thank you for tuning in to the Atomic Kingdom podcast, Dave and and Kyle. I really appreciate you letting me be on the show and. I just want to say that I uh, started with the Just Two Pals, and now I listen to all the Atomic Kingdom podcast-related programming, and it is my favorite show. So thank you so much for having me here. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Just Two Pals podcast and the Atomic Kingdom and the Two Broke Geeks and the Coffee Jelly Hour and and Kyle's uh, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. While I haven't tuned in to watch the show, I have tuned in to the podcast, and you are fantastic. You are amazing, and I love you. And Thank you, everyone, for having me here. Fantastic, fantastic programming. Good night, everyone. Uh, Auf Wiedersehen. Oh, yes. Goodbye. Auf Wiedersehen. Thank you. 
Wow. wow. Dave, thanks for letting him be on the show. He's really excited about that. Oh, hey, you tell him he's welcome anytime, and don't let Randy pick on him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Sorry, everyone. I forgot to say that my name is Hans, and uh, it's very important that you know that my name is Hans. So <laughs> thank you very much. Have, have a wonderful night. Guten right. Tag, Hans. Oh, guten Tag. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs> Hans, yes, yes, we need to know his name. Hans, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost Hans, forgot it. I almost Hans, forgot to introduce. I didn't even. That was on me. That was on me. I should have introduced him. While, while you guys recently had Patrick Stewart on your show, Hans is by far my favorite guest you've ever had. Hans is your favorite. Okay, yeah, well, that's yeah. good to know. I enjoy Hans quite a bit. He reminds yeah. me a lot of uh, James Roday's character uh, in Beer Fest. <laughs> oh, oh, well, he's do, a real person. I don't not, know why you compare not, him to a character on a TV show. You're right. Movie, you're right. But, you're right. He's a he's a real guy and he's a he's quite the character. He's a crazy him and Barry Smeinfeld are probably our two most, most recurring yeah, characters yeah. <laughs> now at this point. <laughs> Those are good ones. Uh, yeah, but Ringside Geeks has a requested uh, guest every so often now too. So it's, it's oh yeah yeah. Tom Tom knows him. Uh, he's on quite often. So <laughs> it's great. It's great. We get... I got to get on that Ringside Geeks programming now. It's I'm I'm just not a rest I'm not That's a okay. wrestling guy. Yeah, so yeah. I everything goes over my head. Ah, that's all right. We have some fun, hopefully, when we're not yelling at each other. Uh, Great. All right, so that's our show. Again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Hans. That was an unexpected gift. Must be my birthday. Uh, So, yeah, (laughs) we will see you all next week for Jenny's Book Club Episode 2. So they're going to talk about June's book, which which I forgot the name of at this moment. The Name of the Wind? Something like that? The Wind and the Name? The Call of the Wild, I think. Nope, nope. That's not it. <laughs> uh, but they're going to talk about it next week, and it'll be a lot of fun. But, uh, yeah, so everybody have a good week. Be good to each other. Bye.